the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know exactly where I was exactly 34 years ago today. Yep, that's about half my life ago. Uh, I was in Boston at the old Boston Garden, one of the great sports buildings of all time, by the way. And I was getting ready to do a live shot on Channel 4 for this. I don't remember if we had a 5 o'clock news then. Um, If not, I was getting ready for the 6. Anyway... It was in my past life as a full-time TV sportscaster. And Mario Lemieux was getting ready to play in his first game in, well, I guess, two hours from now. He had just turned 19 a few days earlier, and it was a big deal. Although not as big of a deal as you might think. Because if you think of hockey now, and you think of what a big deal it must have been, it wasn't. Because hockey back then, and I'll get to that in a minute, wasn't what it is now, not even close. But um, and, I, and I'm pretty sure neither of the other local TV stations thought it was important enough to be there. I think I was the only one of the three stations to be there for that night. I know there were no more than two. I know at least one skipped, and I don't remember which one it was. But anyway, uh, of course, uh, Lemieux did the kind of thing that you would expect somebody from another planet to do. He scored a goal about 20 seconds into his career on his first shift, the first time he touched the puck. He scored a goal, which he stole, by the way. He stole the puck from a Hall of Fame defenseman named Ray Bork and then turned him inside out and went in on the goaltender, threw a deke at him, and stuffed the puck in for his goal on his first shift, first shot, first NHL goal. Now, there aren't many guys who live up to the hype that guys like Lemieux get. Uh, he surpassed it um, uh, and by a ridiculous margin. And... I remember that night well, and I remember that I had uh, planned to um, predict. I was I had planned to predict that night that Lemieux would not only become a star with the Penguins, but that he would become the owner of the team. Uh, but I forgot. I was going to make that prediction, and I forgot. Anyway, maybe you don't like sports, or maybe you like sports. You don't like hockey. If you've lived around here for any amount of time, and even if you weren't born yet uh, on this date in 1984. You were affected by what Mario Mario Lemieux did uh, after getting that first goal. Uh, And I don't mean just, you know, five minutes after. I mean for the next, whatever it was, 18 years. Back then there was one decent ice rink within 10 miles of downtown Pittsburgh. I lived in the South Hills. My son was playing at the time. And uh, the Mount Lebanon rink was just a few minutes away. But the next closest rink that was worth going to was in Beaver County, really. Uh, And so there just weren't any rinks around. Um, And hockey was a sport that was loved by the kids who played it and their parents. But the Penguins weren't putting more than 10,000 people in the arena for games at that time. I remember Lemieux's first game. They had a huge crowd, first home game. Second night, you 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 could carry on a conversation with uh, a fan from one side of the arena to the other. And I actually remember a fan, This is because this is the way Penguins fans uh, were back then. There were about 8,000 people at the arena. It was deadly in there, no noise. And I remember a guy yelling out, come on, on Lemieux's second night, okay? Second game of his career, first game in Pittsburgh. He was, you know, it was about 15 minutes into the game maybe. And I heard a guy yell out, come on, Lemieux, you dog! There had been some talk that he didn't actually kill himself on every shift uh, as a young player. And, the, and of course, the negative fans here picked up on that right away. And they were looking for the first time he wasn't going 100 miles an hour. And anyway, some guy yelled that out. So, uh, But what happened? The Penguins weren't putting anybody in the arena. Uh, Lemieux didn't just change hockey, though. That's why it doesn't matter whether you like sports or like hockey. He changed the culture. In West Virginia, in West Virginia, in Western Pennsylvania, uh, kids started playing hockey. They started playing hockey. Nobody did that before. 
Um, my kids' practices were at 4.30 in the morning because there was no other rink. Uh, now there are three sheets of ice within that rink that I used to go to, which was the only rink. High school hockey has become big. Uh, the, if you go to any uh, ice hockey rink on the weekend now, it's packed with people. And, of course, Sidney Crosby did it all over again when the, maybe the interest started to wane a little bit. Sidney Crosby has done the same thing that Lemieux did. Uh, games have been sold out at the arena for several years. Or obviously, they're playing in a new arena. Lemieux, who, by the way, is the best player I ever saw in any team sport ever. Best player I've ever seen in any team sport ever. And not just in Pittsburgh. Anywhere. Um, and he's the best player ever to put on a Pittsburgh uniform in any sport. Ever. That's what Mario Lemieux is. And uh, one year ago, not one year ago, 34 years ago tonight, he scored that first goal. And then, of course, he saved hockey again by buying the team. And we know that they won a couple of cups before he bought the team. And they won a couple, three more since he bought it. So, uh, and, and it just, it changed life in western Pennsylvania for millions of people. Not just the people who watch games on TV. Uh, and there are huge ratings for those, best in the country. But the the kids who play it, the guys who are still in their they're in their fifties now or late forties, and they're playing in some uh, league, a beer league, maybe tonight somewhere. They only started playing hockey because of Mario Lemieux, and it, it all began with his first goal exactly thirty four years ago tonight. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, now on to other stuff. Uh, Kanye West. Uh, made a big impression when he showed up at the White House uh, the other day and not favorable to everybody. Uh, here's what's now become a famous clip from CNN. It's Don Lemon, Bakari Sellers, and Tara Setmayer making fun of him. This is the third time we've used this, I think. And how we needed to have more STEM programs and had to turn around and ask his colleague, what did STEM mean? And uh, so uh, Kanye West uh, is what happens when Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Um, and, and we have this now, and now Donald Trump is going to use it and pervert it, and he's going to have somebody who can stand with him and take pictures. Listen, black folks are about to trade Kanye West in the racial draft, okay? They've had it with him. And, you know, Kanye, so, the, but now all of a sudden, Kanye, because he's put on a MAGA hat and he's an attention whore like the president, he's all of a sudden now the, the, the model spokesperson. He's, he's the token Negro of the, of the Trump administration. This is ridiculous. And no one should be taking Kanye West seriously. No, but we should take you seriously, though. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Christine Flowers. She's a columnist at Penn Live, and we're going to talk to her about the me- this incident right here, but also just the the media reaction to Kanye. When we come back. It's been 43 years since the fall of Saigon. Over 58,000 never made it home. The ones that did returned bearing wounds that never really healed. It's time to change that. October 10th through 14th, the American Veterans Traveling Tribute Vietnam Wall comes to Murraysville Community Park. At over 360 feet long, this 80% scale replica of the Vietnam Memorial in Washington, D.C. is the largest and most exact of its kind. Not a single name has been forgotten. Open 24 hours a day, the American Veterans Traveling Tribute Vietnam Wall is free and open to the public. This October, join a grateful community in honoring our veterans, and let's move forward together. Details under events at murraysville.com. Getting close to retirement? Experienced a nice Trumponomics bump in your portfolio? Well, we know the market goes up, and unfortunately, we also know it goes down. Don't risk your retirement to market whims. Learn how you can lock in those gains today by spending time with the team at Marley Financial. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial can help you design a retirement plan that is bulletproof against the market's ups and downs. The team at Marley Financial uses a multitude of different techniques to make sure that you have a retirement plan that is tax-free stable and worry-free. Oh, and speaking of taxes, did you know that Marley Financial can handle that too? With all the changes in the tax laws, be sure you're taking advantage of the best possible deduction and make sure you know what adjustments to make for your overall financial picture going forward. Call today for a no-obligation consultation to see just how for 25 years the clients at Marley Financial have never had a retirement plan fail. Call 724-884-1496 today. 724-884-1496 or visit them 
at MarleyFG.com. You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. People come in with health concerns and we try to address those at the root cause. At the Medicine Shops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb has conducted over 3,000 consultations with pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. I actually got my nurse practitioner in family practice and I've always wanted to practice getting to the root cause because in family practice I felt like I was giving a pill for the ill. It's always pharmaceutical based. You really didn't get to the main problem that caused the symptom. Just an example, if you have heartburn, there's many reasons for acid reflux or heartburn. And some of those reasons could be not enough hydrochloric acid, where traditional medicine blocks that. And as we age, our body typically doesn't even make enough as it should to break down our food. And a lot of people want to get off their proton pump inhibitors, and we had a little protocol to wean that very slowly so they don't have rebound heartburn. Call for a consultation today. The Medicine Shop in Oakmont and Penn Hills, 888-865-9595. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Kanye West's uh, visit to the White House has a lot of people fired up. The group that seems the most fired up, at least uh, it seems to me anyways, black commentators and hosts, like you just heard a few minutes ago before we took the break, and we've played that now two or three times, and I think it's gotten a lot of play around the country. Uh, Christine Flowers is a columnist for the Philadelphia Inquirer and Penn Live. She has a column coming out on this subject in the next day or two. Christine, thanks for being with us again. Hey, John. Great to talk to you again. How are you guys doing out in Pittsburgh? Good, good. Um, I guess uh, Kanye really uh, had Don Lemon upset, didn't he? I think it's kind of... He's, he's laughing about it, but he's also... You know, I think he's the type that gets upset about stuff like this. Yeah, I said, uh, Don, I was watching Don the other night on television, and I said he was sighing so much. He reminded me of a Victorian virgin who just been told she had to take a carriage ride solo with a, a, a man unchaperoned. It was, just, it, was, it was really one of the most amazing, amazing uh, performances. Listen, you know, people can have different opinions on Kanye West. They can have different opinions. I, I, I happen to think that that press conference in the Oval Office was a little bit unseemly with all of the media, and, you know, it, it, didn't, it didn't comport with my idea of the dignity of the office. That said, what really angered me was the fact that it's, it's, it's this idea of philosophical ethnic authenticity and purity. As I said, Don Lemon and his uh, you know, um, partner in crime, Tara Setmeyer, who says, I'm a conservative, I'm a conservative, I'm a conservative. Yeah, she, I said, she's a conservative like someone who just passed the uh, Vince Lombardi rest stop on the New Jersey Turnpike. She's, she's way beyond conservative. She's up by the, the Canadian border at this point. She was saying things like, oh, you know, Kanye is the, uh, the token and, you know, N-word for Donald Trump. Uh, Don Lemon questioned Kanye's mental fitness, and primarily because of his, I guess, affection, embracing allegiance to Donald Trump. Now, I don't really care whether or not someone supports Donald Trump. That's, you know, neither here nor there. I support him on some things, and, and I don't support him on others. What I don't like is the fact that an ethnic community says that Everyone needs to have philosophical purity. Everyone has to believe the same thing, because if you don't, you've traveled off the reservation and you're a traitor. And that's exactly what's happening with Kanye West right now. And it's, it's really disgusting the way that Don Lemon um, kind of like stoked this. Uh, he mocked, he essentially mocked Kanye West. And 
it was something that was very sensitive too. You know, referencing his possible bipolarism, his uh, you know his mental illness. I thought that we were supposed to be tolerant. I thought that we were supposed to have empathy for people who had disabilities and and alleged illnesses. But no, it's okay to make fun of someone if they're violating what you think should be their loyalty to to place, to people, to tribe, to culture. And I said to someone, I said, you know, I'm Italian. I'm Italian-American. Um, I love Robert De Niro as an actor. I've always loved him. But his tirades recently, which are rather mean-spirited about this administration, um, don't represent me as an Italian. So I don't expect every single person from every single ethnicity to sort of hew to the same message. And I think that's unfortunately what a lot of African-American commentators are doing when they criticize Kanye West, not on the substance of what he's saying, but on the fact that he's showing them up. He's showing that there's some kind of a division um, in, you know, in the family, just like Candace Owens, just like Clarence Thomas just like Thomas Sowell, just like Condi Rice, um, just like Omarosa before she, <laughs> she turned and, and uh, sort of tried to, to join the tribe again. So it, it really, it angered me when I saw that happening. It was, it was cruel. I have a feeling Omarosa's, by the way, Omarosa's book sales, I'm just going to guess that they've, you know, maybe tailed off a little bit from the first uh, day or two. I, I haven't checked and don't care, but now that you mention her, I just thought of that. Um, I you know and I I agree with you about the the White House uh, or the Oval Office and it just it it, I, it was it was kind of a circus and it you know I I, right. I don't like that and but what's funny is to hear people who supported Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton uh, being concerned about the uh, desecration of the Oval Office I thought, <laughs> I found that to be kind of funny right on oh my god that's so true yeah i mean we can have someone can have oral sex in the oval office while he's on the while while he's on the phone doing government business no right right so god Um, forbid you have someone putting their feet up on the on the desk that's uh that's problematic but you know i I mean and that was just sort of like uh the media just eats this stuff up as well you saw all of the people with the their cameras and their and the press that were in there, and so you know, I, I mean, listen, I I, I I don't like the way that it was presented. I I am uh, unhappy about the way the White House and the Oval Office and this administration seems to be uh, disrespecting the traditions of the office. But again, that's not why I wrote my column. I wrote my column because for a larger purpose, and that being. I don't like the fact that people, because of their gender, because of their, you know, don't get me started on the whole gender thing with the Me Too movement. Uh, I I am going to get you started on that in a minute, so don't go away. (laughs) Well, gender, ethnicity, all of these discrete identities that we're supposed to have, we're supposed to be diverse and multicultural and and tolerant of all these different ideas, except that they're ideas that you don't like, and and they're these intra-family fights. Uh, and, And it just... It upsets me, and I feel bad for Kanye. I'm not a Kanye fan. I don't like his music at all. But I think, and, and, and quite frankly, I don't even know where his support for Donald Trump is coming from either. I don't know if it's, it's legitimate, sincere. It may very well be. I don't know if it's also to fuel sales for his music. But whatever it is, whether it's authentic or not, he's putting out there an opinion and a position, and he shouldn't be criticized for it simply because of the color of his skin. And it doesn't um, matter you know? about his sincerity because, you know, Ben Carson uh, would be w- right. took the same kind of heat, would be taking it again. Uh, you know, there's a there's a long list of them. Um, and, I, and, I, and I don't know about you, and we're talking to Christine Flowers of Philly.com and Penn Live. Uh, she's a columnist, and she has a column coming out on this in the next day or two. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't care what... Uh, Kanye West thinks about anything. Really, I don't. Any more than I care about what Taylor Swift thinks about anything. I don't. I just don't care. I mean, but I think it's, uh, on in both cases, I don't know how smart it is for either one of them to alienate half of their record-buying or whatever uh, music-buying public by taking a stand for anybody. Because Unless you assign some importance to their opinion, more importance to their opinion than you do to anybody else, why would they bother? 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. Why would they do it? It can only hurt them because you're absolutely right. There is, especially in Kanye's case. I mean, Kanye is going to alienate so many of the people who were his base, who loved his music. Right. Uh, he he may earn gain a few people who would otherwise not have listened to his music. But I think that the calculus. I think that if you do the math. He loses a lot more by doing what he's doing than than gaining a following. So I think he's sincere. I think Taylor Swift is sincere too when she supported um, uh, Marshall Blackburn's um, is it Bredden, Bresden? Yeah. Uh, I forget the name of her her opponent yeah. in uh, uh, in Tennessee. I I think she was legitimate when she came out and she supported the Democratic candidate. And you know, God bless her. I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of uh, of uh, of um, Taylor either. And it's, it's ironic, isn't it, that we're talking about Taylor and Kanye in the same breath because they had that moment at either it was the Grammy or the American Musical Awards. Yeah, Award, right. When uh, Taylor got the award for Performer of the Year and Kanye storms the stage and said, this should be for Beyonce. I remember that. So it's just ironic that the two of them are sort of... And, and also, here. by the way, Christine, when uh, the difference between the response to Taylor Swift coming out and and she was apolitically, apolitical mostly... Uh, until she came out and said she's going to uh, support Democrats and because that you know the values of Tennessee and all that horse manure that she came out with, but um, she was praised for having the courage oh. to come out and being a great role model. And and Kanye West did the exact same thing. He just did it for somebody yeah. else uh, for the other side. Well, can I laugh too a little bit about about um, you know. Um, I can't remember her name. Taylor Swift talking about the values of Tennessee. Taylor Swift was born and raised until the age of 13 in Pennsylvania, in uh, Thinking Spring, Pennsylvania, Berks County, you know, our great commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So while she may have grown since her adulthood in the great state of Tennessee, um, her value set was formed in the great commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So I had to laugh a little bit about that. No. But she has, she, you know, she has every right to, to support whatever candidate she wants. And she shouldn't be criticized by anyone for expressing her view. Shouldn't the same thing be applied to Kanye West? You would think. when people are criticizing him because, again, of the color of his skin. Right. I mean, whatever happened to Martin Luther King, content of your character, not the color of your skin. This is such a hypocrisy. Now, here's the thing, Christine. Um, according to Rasmussen, Trump's approval among blacks is 36%. Uh, that's uh, that's creeping up, and uh, you know if it gets over forty, you're talking about uh, maybe you shouldn't automatically assume that that he's uh, upsetting a lot of black people because if those numbers are correct, it's almost you know a, a wash fifty fifty. It, it's true, you know my my friend Nikki Johnson Houston, she's an attorney here in the Philadelphia area, and she wrote a great essay on Huffington Post. Uh, during the campaign, you know, in the run-up to the 2016 presidential campaign. And she, she said, basically, uh, you know, echoes of what you were just talking about. And she's African-American, and she said something along the lines of, while it is a small portion, percentage of the African-American population, there is a, a, a significant, small but significant portion of the black electorate that looks at Donald Trump in a different way than the intelligentsia tend to look at Donald Trump. They look at him as a self-made man. Obviously, things have come out recently that show that he might not have been as self-made as he you know, made himself out to be. But they saw him that way. They appreciated his kind of like bravado. He spoke to something in that community. A lot of them couldn't come out and talk about it, though, just as a lot of women couldn't come out and talk about their support for Donald Trump because there's this animus. There's this, you know, you... you you don't want people to make fun of you. Hey, Christine. And that's why I kind of admire Kanye. Christine, I have 30 yeah. seconds left. I, I, if you want to stick around, I can do it. I have a hard break. It's up to you whether you want to stick around for the break. Sure, that's fine. Okay, we'll be back uh, with more from Christine Flowers uh, right here on the John Stoggerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Dow Jones Industrial Average recovered somewhat from its two-day 1,400-point drop today. The blue-chip index closed up 287 points. 
White House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow says the economy is solid despite the market gyrations. We're creating jobs, we're lowering unemployment. Blue-collar workers are uh, gaining jobs at the fastest pace since the mid-1980s. Wage increases, which have been substantial now, uh, actually are rising faster at the middle and lower middle end than they are at the top end. The Nasdaq also rose 168 points and the S&P 500 was up 39 points. Members of the Christ Community Church in Montreat, North Carolina, are overjoyed at Turkey's release of evangelical pastor Andrew Brunson. A Turkish court on Friday convicted Brunson on terror-related charges but released him. This is SRN News. Is gold and silver part of your portfolio? If not, let me tell you why it should be. The value of the dollar continues to diminish, and we're heading into a crucial midterm election that could have a substantial impact on the stock market. Noted economists are warning of a stock market crash. The time is now to secure your wealth with precious metals by calling the Gold Silver Group today at 800-679-0870. The Gold Silver Group is here for you with low prices and fast shipping on all precious metals delivered to your doorstep. Don't wait for politicians to decide your future. Safeguard your wealth from Wall Street, big banks, and corrupt officials. Whether you want a precious metals IRA or a private investment, don't wait for another collapse like 2008. The world is changing. Are you ready? Call the Gold Silver Group now for free information at 800-679-0870. That's 800-679-0870. 800-679-0870. That's 800-679-0870. It's now a matter of days before America decides who will run the country for the next two years. Republicans have benefited from having a Republican in the White House, but losing the House or Senate would give the country back to the left-wing lunatics. Can you save this booming economy? Do we need to keep up the jobs growth? Do we need to keep adding the right judges to the high court? Do we need to keep ISIS on the run? Look, this one is too important to sit out. The epic battle must be won, and it's not over yet. AM 1250, The Answer. Over 58,000 never made it home. For those who did, their wounds never really healed. It's time to change that. October 10th through 14th, the American Veterans Traveling Tribute Vietnam Wall comes to Murraysville Community Park. Open 24 hours a day. The largest replica of the wall ever made is free and open to the public. Join a grateful community in honoring our veterans, and let's move forward together. Details under events at murraysville.com. What's the biggest concerns when you're planning for retirement? It's making sure that your nest egg will last as long as you do. Unfortunately, there's no one right way to do that because everyone's situation is different. And that's why it's so important to work with a team that takes the time to get to know you. A team that understands your goals for retirement. Only then can you decide what kind of retirement strategy is going to work best for you. Kevin Bach at Integrity Retirement Solutions can help you assemble your retirement puzzle. Kevin will help you take the guesswork out of retirement by creating a customized strategy that can help you generate a steady stream of income for the duration of your retirement. For a complimentary consultation, call 724-837-3553. Call 724-837-3553. Or visit IntegrityRetirementSolutions.com. Insurance and annuities offered through Kevin Bach, PA Insurance License Number 352896. Email phishing attacks cost businesses billions annually in real cash, data loss, and brand damage. Phishing emails are hard to detect because the messages appear to be legitimate to unsuspecting employees. Introducing Barracuda Fish Line, a groundbreaking cloud-based solution designed to help employees recognize sophisticated email phishing attacks through interactive training reinforced by continuous simulation. Transform your employees from a liability into a line of defense. Go to barracuda.com slash pl to learn more. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. You see delays on the outbound side of the parkway north. There's a crash off to the shoulder past the Mount Nebo Road overpass, and you are delayed on outbound parkway north from there uh, up to 79. Now also looking at a big delay on the Parkway East outbound side, 2nd Avenue out through Edgewood, Swissvale. Inbound also slow forest hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. 79 outbound gems up Mount Nebo Road to 19. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Rather cloudy and chilly tonight with a bit of rain developing during the latter part of the evening that'll continue into the overnight hours. Our low tonight, 39. For tomorrow, very cool with clouds breaking for some sun. Highs near 50. Clouds increase again later tomorrow night. A cold night, low 35. Sunday, mostly cloudy, high 58 degrees. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. We're back with Christine Flowers. She's a columnist at uh, Philly.com, Penn Live, uh, Philadelphia Inquirer, and other th- places. I hope I'm getting them all in there, Christine. Uh, and, you are. You are. Okay. Hey, listen. I, I was. Uh, I'm. This kind of just popped into my head, and I wasn't gonna. I wasn't planning on talking to you about this, but um, during the break, I started thinking about it. I wanted to talk about this coming up in my next segment. Uh, you are in Philadelphia, and I'm wondering how the Gosnell movie is going to play there, and uh, what you can tell me about that. You know, I'm so glad you asked me about that. First of all, if anybody's interested um, about my opinion on the movie and abortion itself, you can, on uh, Sunday, uh, have a column coming out in the Delaware County Times, which you can access at www.delco, D-E-L-C-O.com. And I am, first of all, uh, I am going to, I saw a pre-screening of this uh, about a month ago, but I want to see it again. And amazingly enough, I'm having a really hard time finding a theater in the Philadelphia area shocking. where I can actually view this film. And that's shocking. There is one theater in Northeast Philadelphia, and for your listeners who don't know Philadelphia, Northeast Philadelphia is way on the outskirts of the center of Philadelphia. That's the only so, theater? That's the only theater in Philadelphia proper. There are some um, suburban uh, places. There are like two, three, four suburban Philadelphia uh, venues. But most of the places in Pennsylvania are, there, I mean, there's Erie. I think there's one out in, I mean, there are a couple, about, a couple out west. Um, most of them, I think, are in the you know, the center of the state. Yeah. Uh, but Philadelphia, where it happened. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. killings occurred. It's a local nothing. story. It's a disgusting. It's 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 horrific, and it's it's really important. I'm trying to get the word out there. Uh, I have a radio show on Saturday evenings from eight until eleven uh, on our local station WPHP, and I'm going to be talking about it as well. I had one of the producers on the show, uh, Dean Kane, who played Superman years ago. If you remember that television show, he oh, yeah. plays um, yeah. the, the 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 crusading detective who actually was the one who brought Gosnell to the attention of the uh, prosecutor's office. Mm -hmm. The thing that really angers me is Gosnell did not have to end up the way he did. Women did not have to die, and thousands of babies did not have to be killed. You know who caused this? Tom Ridge, you know, a governor that I like a lot, Tom Ridge and his administration and the pro-abortion rights uh, lobby in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that absolutely, including Planned Parenthood, absolutely did not want a clinic to be closed, this clinic to be closed, an abortion clinic to be closed, because that would have been bad publicity. That would have been an indication that, oh my goodness, maybe we should regulate abortion services and abortion providers. No, 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 let's not get in, let's not wade into that. So I have a, a great deal, uh, a resent coverage, a great deal for his role in this. And, you know, Gosnell operated from 1974 until 2010 when they arrested him. And he was put on trial, I believe, in 2013. And, I mean, he's in jail, thank God. And I hope he dies there. He, he should die there because I think he, he has a life sentence, many life sentences. But the, the, the real villain in all of this, besides serial killer Gosnell, is the abortion rights industry and lobbies in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and nationally that have essentially tried to silence the pro-life movement and tried to make it seem as if abortion is, uh, is, is normalized, is something that we should all, it's not the barbarity that it truly is, but it's women's health. I, I, I can't tell you how angry I get when they talk about reproductive rights, and that's what abortion is. Abortion is 
the destruction of a human life. Unfortunately, the Gosnell movie, at the very least, puts that message out there and the importance of recognizing that. And even though we're having a hard time getting publicity in the mainstream media for this movie, the word is getting out there, and I'm actually going to be writing to NPR. I'm going to be writing to some of our local uh, theaters and, and basically try and shame them into running this film because this is, this is uh, you know, sort of backward censorship, John. This is, you know, we don't like that message, so we're going to make it very difficult for you to access that message. Do and you, it, it really is infuriating. Do you know how many bad movies are out there every, every Friday that open? I mean, not because bad because I don't like them. I just mean bad movies that are destined and doomed to fail because they stink and nobody wants to see them and the, the whole idea, of the, the story idea stinks and the people in it stink and it's just a bad movie and they come and go. And this movie is, I think it's in five theaters here in Pittsburgh, in the Pittsburgh area, that, which is ridiculous. Um, well, at least you guys have five theaters. I mean, I have to, I have to search with a lantern to find one here. And that's the city that the story happened. It's, it's where it happened. It's, it's stunning. Well, not stunning, but it's, it's um, um, I and mean, you mentioned that the villain uh, being the, the abortion industry, I think it's just as much the media, uh, not only yeah. for, for not publicizing the movie now, and not only not publicizing, but just refusing to talk about it. And, I mean, they had trouble getting advertising. But also the, uh, the uh, media not covering the story when, the, when the, this, this uh, criminal was on trial, this butcher was on trial. I worked in local news as a sports guy for a million years. And this is a if – if it's the same elements of a story minus the abortion part of it – it's a it's it's all over the news. I mean, it's a it's a perfect television story and a perfect newspaper story, and they 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 ignored it. My good friend uh, J D. Mullane, who is a reporter, a columnist for our local Bucks County, um, the Intelligencer, which is a great newspaper, he tweeted out, or I, it was a picture that he had taken at the trial at in the courtroom uh, of. Um, you know, when Gosnell was on trial here in Philadelphia, he took a picture of the press area. They had, uh, you know, they left uh, aside or dedicated a certain number of seats for the press. It was empty. Yep, Don. there were two people empty. there. There were two people there. Empty, right. He publicized that. And then uh, Kirsten Powers picked up on that and wrote about that in a USA Today piece. And, you know, Kirsten is a, is a Democrat and a liberal, and there are many things that I disagree with her about, but I, I really applauded her, uh, her her dignity and her integrity in making a big point of the fact that, as you said, the media has tried to just stop this story from getting out there because they don't want that story out there. It's much, much more advantageous for the media to help the abortion industry Keep abortion normalized. Mm -hmm. I will not call it reproductive rights. It is not a woman's health issue. It is not a woman's rights issue. It is a civil and a human rights issue. I'm an immigration lawyer. I do asylum work. I represent victims of persecution. I have a very keen understanding of the voiceless, of people who need support and help. And who needs that more than an unborn child? And I am, I, I, I'm sorry for going off on this, but thank you for mentioning this. I am disgusted with the media, with the abortion rights industry, with Planned Parenthood, with the whole uh, you know, women's rights activists in trying to make abortion out to be something that we are entitled to. We are not. Those children are entitled to lives. Yeah, and you know what? I, I know you want to. You have to get going, but um, I want to make sure everybody knows about this movie because I've talked about it here. But for if you haven't heard about it before, it's Gosnell, the trial of America's biggest serial killer. It came out uh, around the country today, um, and uh, the the thing that the thing that um, bothers me about it is that well, it doesn't bother me about it, but I, I, I want to let people know about it is that. Uh, you know, some people might be afraid to go to this movie because they're afraid they're going to see ugly pictures of babies who've been aborted and it's going to be gory and, and they made a point not to do that. But when I was researching the the movie and looking for what reviews and things like that the other day uh, online, they did give you the option of looking at the pictures that didn't show up in the movie but were there for the movies for the research of it. And anybody who thinks it's about 
reproductive health just needs to look at the pictures. These aren't fetuses. They're dead babies that they that that, that uh, were um, li- just in that building where he was doing the abortions. And we're talking about uh, fetuses, if you want to call them that, that were in the thirty second week, which I'm pretty sure is like four weeks from being uh, re- for being born. That's who he was. Many of these many of these babies were born alive. John, and he and snipped their spines. They were murdered. They were, you know, their 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 brains were severed. Their their heads, their necks were severed from their bodies. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't want to go into details, but they were murdered. And and this is uh, it, this movie's rated PG thirteen, by the way. So yeah. it's it's not a gory movie. It just it you know the PG thirteen is because of the very sensitive nature. You you're you don't want your child to go to this movie um a teenager absolutely a young teen 12 and over i would definitely take them to see this movie because this is this is a moral wake-up call we as a society have to understand that the reason Kermit Gus now was able to exist is because we have this blind blase approach to what abortion truly is. And we've been brainwashed into trying to, to, to believe that it's a woman's right to her body. It is not my body. It is a separate entity with complete unitary DNA. And if left alone to develop, it will become a separate individual. It is already a human being, but it will be a human being that can breathe, live, have constitutional rights, and I am, can I say one last thing? The reason that they fought so hard to keep Brett Kavanaugh off of the Supreme Court is not because he may have been a beer drinker in high school, and it's not because of some mythological narrative that he sexually abused this Dr. Ford. It's because he would possibly be the fifth vote to overturn Roe versus Wade. We know that. Yep, abortion is the only reason. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, hey, Christine, uh, you made a big mistake by being really good on here today, and that means I'm going to be calling you again. So, uh, (laughs) Well, I would love it. I would love it. All right, I really appreciate you being on. Thanks and taking the extra time. I I told you 15 minutes, and you ended up doing 25, so I owe you. Thank you. My pleasure. Well, you got me all fired up with Gus now, but I really... And, I, and I wasn't even planning to talk to you about that, but it just popped into my head. Hey, this this woman's from Philadelphia, and she uh, has some pretty strong opinions, so I think I was right. I appreciate it. I do. <laughs> Thanks right. a lot, Don. You take care. Have a great weekend. You too. That's Christine Flowers, and we will be back. loved about working with him. We got to pray with our patients, and I could do that without feeling like I was going to get in trouble. At the medicine shops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb continues the legacy of pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. And many people, you cannot cure them or make them truly get well if they have something down deep that they haven't ever addressed. Stress affects your whole body. Like when I get stressed, I have between my shoulder blades, my muscles get tight. Some people, it's GI. Some people, it can be a rash. Some people, their immune system is down. So we address that too. But you have to address the root causing that stress for them to truly heal. One of the things I'm very humbled by is that many of the people that Joe and I saw together, they're still coming to see me. And I just really appreciate that. And I'm going to try to have the same empathy and love and caring that he had. I just love it. It's my dream job. It's what I've always wanted to do. Every day is different because not everybody's the same. Call for a consultation today. 888-865-9595. If you're like most people and you see two gas stations and one sells gas for a little bit less, you go to that one. It just makes sense. Every little bit helps. But here's what's weird, though. Sometimes we save a few pennies here and there and ignore opportunities to save huge money, life-changing money. If you switch to MediShare for your health care, it could be massive savings for you. The typical savings for a family is $500 a month. Think what you could do with that over time. Just doing the math, that's $6,000 a year. That is significant. And yes, people love it, and they love it because it works. It's believers who share each other's health care costs. More than 400,000 people are now members of MediShare, and it's growing like crazy. Find out how much you could save and why MediShare is so popular. Go to MediShare.com or call 844-43-BIBLE. That's 844-43-BIBLE. MediShare.com or 844-43-BIBLE. 
Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And their no-loophole full lifetime warranty covers everything, including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge. Mention AM1250 and get an exclusive 10% discount for listeners of this station only. Why pay double? Before you buy, visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. They're more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company. windowsruspittsburgh.com. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Truth is timeless. At the Original Mattress Factory, our business philosophy is based on honesty and truth, and it never changes. Simply stated, we treat our customers the way we want to be treated ourselves. This means we treat people with respect, we educate rather than manipulate, and we offer genuine value and substantial savings, not simply by saying it, but by proving it with cutaways of our mattresses compared side-by-side with the mainstream brands. Stop by one of our store locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. We're back. Uh, the I wasn't planning on spending as much time on this, but it kind of got me going when I talked to Christine. The, the, the Gosnell movie is a big thing for me. And if you've been listening, you know that. I've um, had a couple of producers on. About a month ago, I had a writer on uh, from The Federalist who did a review on it and talked about it and how and all, the, all the background and how hard it was for them to get it made. This movie was actually finished in 2015 or 16, and it's now just getting on the air. Uh, like three years later. Um, and so I, I find this thing here on, uh, I think it's Philadelphia Magazine, and the headline is, The Kermit Gosnell Movie Opens Today, Not Without Controversy, of course. Uh, and and his, this person's point, uh, Victor Fiorillo, is that the movie critics are pretty much ignoring it, he says. Uh, it's been over. It's been over. It's been more than four years since over two million dollars was raised through crowdfunding to make this movie. He says and today that film finally hits theaters, but you might not know that. We searched, and this is what Christine said: we searched high and low for reviews of Gosnell, the trial of America's biggest serial killer, among the usual suspects. But reviews by mainstream critics for the Gosnell movie are scarce, nearly non-existent. Actually, uh, he has. He, he said the only one he could find. This is a review of a movie. Uh, you can find a remove just about any uh, any movie that's out there. Uh, Michael Reschaffen, uh, he's a reviewer for somebody, L.A. Times. Uh, according to this guy, Reschaffen remarks that the Gosnell movie could never be mistaken for having a liberal bias and later using terms like sanctimonious and sensationalistic to describe it. So... I didn't read that review. Maybe I can find that. But this guy thinks that the movie is uh, sensationalistic. Uh, and he doesn't. He, so I guess it's not important to him. I, it's just it's amazing to me um, that people have taken that not only taken this uh, having this reaction to it, but having no reaction at all to it, that they wouldn't um, they wouldn't do a review and. This is, I mean, Fox News, I'm sure, will have something on it. But this is this is a good topic. It's a great topic for any talk show, TV show, any kind of a panel show. This is a, a spectacular topic. And it's a, it's a movie that, um, it's, a, it's a true story about a guy who killed babies after they were born alive and is now serving a life sentence. 
Sorry, but that's, uh, I don't know, that seems like a no-brainer to me as a, as, a, as a subject for a movie, number one. But it took them all this time to get it, um, uh, first it took them a long time to raise the money, and then it took them a long time to make the movie, and even longer to find a time when they could get it distributed. And so it's out there in very few uh, theaters, and I think the only way that this happens uh, for the movie is if there's some kind of a grassroots, groundswell um, movement to get people to go to this movie. But uh, it's playing, look for the, a theater uh, near you. I, I know I, I live out in the south area. I live in Washington County, and the closest one to me is the movie theater at the Galleria in Mount Lebanon has um, has it. And uh, it's at, I think, four other places. So um, it should be everywhere. I don't know why it wouldn't be, but it isn't. So I hope, I, I hope that it um, becomes... It gets to the point where, as Christine said, the the theaters are being asked why they're not carrying it, and you know maybe that's what you can do. If a theater near you doesn't have it, uh, call up and ask why. It should it should be on. Uh, I wanted to get to one other thing here. I thought was kind of funny. Um, this is this is uh, Senator Bill Cassidy. He's walking through. Do we have time for this? Yeah, let's do it right now. He's walking through the hallways of the Senate building, and he came across a couple of uh, a woman who was protesting. Senator Cassidy, can you please apologize to my children for ruining their futures? Hey, guess what? If in the future somebody makes it, I know your parents are using you as tools. No, but we're in not the using future, them as in the tools. future, if somebody makes an tools. allegation against you and there's no but proof me, for it, you will be okay. And you should Thank hope you. that they go through but what a full due process. What about Now, he was gone by the time they were telling him to listen to them. But when he came down the hall, the, two, the woman's two children were sitting there. And that's when he, he said to the kids, just remember your parents are using you as a tool. And you heard what he said. Uh, I'm glad he did it. It's great. And uh, the woman, um, I'm glad she got no answer. And you know what else I'm glad? It's Friday and we're out of time. And I'm leaving to go eat dinner. And I'm, and I'm also glad that you've listened this week, if you have. And I'm glad Aaron Byrne is a producer because he does a really good job. And I'll see you on Monday. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.